his fellow classic TV fans, Kathy Coleman is a true survivor of the Hollywood machine that literally eats child actors alive. Her role as Holly Marshall on Sid and Marty Croft's longest-running TV series, Land of the Lost, cemented her career as amongst the most famous of child TV actors. But her real story begins after Land of the Lost. I couldn't tell you why I was motivated to buy her memoir, Run Holly Run, other than just being a fan. But it is, as you will hear, one of my all-time favorites. Kathy shares in this interview much more as to why it could be yours, too. So, enjoy! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast my very special guest and a great friend, the lovely Kathy Coleman. Kathy! I'm here! <laughs> I'm going to call you Kathleen. I hope you don't mind. I hope you do. I would like that. That's a, that's, that shows that we are really good friends I, and that you've read my book. Exactly right on both counts. And I, I have to just... I have to give the folks a quick rundown about how we first got to know each other, because it's pretty special. For me, it certainly was. Um, I got your book, Run, Holly, Run, and could not put it down. <laughs> it glued itself to my hand, and I think maybe in about three sittings, I finished the whole thing. Wow. That is music to my ears, by the way. Well, I'm so glad. But since you, can I tell you why? Sure. Because it's something, yes, I did have a ghostwriter and help just because I think everybody needs one because writing a book is, is a very difficult, crazy process. Um, it, it had been edited like 25 times. And yet there were people that said, I found a, a, an error, you know, in it. And I was like, how did you find an error? It's been looked at 25 times by like everybody. And so it, you, you really do need one. But anyway, um, as far as it being a project that I worked on, it was my project. And so whenever I get feedback that's positive from it, it's, it's just nice because it was something I did for myself, basically, you know. Right. So I really appreciate it, bottom line. Well, and again, you, you've shown me your appreciation. That's what I love about you guys, you and Wesley, so much. You're, you're just both such genuinely good people. But I read this book, and I, I was riveted. I mean, that's the word that I have to use. I couldn't put it down. And, it, you know, I was early on in my autobiography reading quest, which just kind of lit it on fire, Kathleen. I mean, I, I read that and went, oh, my God, I can't get enough of these. <laughs> Problem was, they all had to hold up to yours. Well, everybody has an interesting story to tell. It's just telling the whole story, you know? And if you're not willing to tell the whole story, then those empty spots that don't make sense don't make sense to the reader. And that was why I wanted, you know, full disclosure on things because it, that was the only way that I could get it to make any sense. Well, and, and boy, I'm sure glad you did, because you were, I mean, I guess the term brutally honest. Yeah, well, that's how Wesley described it, you know, it, and it was. It, it was, uh, I, I lived it, and, and I wanted to tell it like how I lived it, and so, yeah. Boy, well, I can tell you, there is a little bit of drama in this book. <laughs> yeah, I know. I tell you, I was there. <laughs> I said, boy, you lived it. 
Kathleen. I'm so glad you actually lived through it. (laughs) (laughs) You're you and me both. You know, it's it's other people working out their issues. And and sometimes, you know, you become their target. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because, you know, in life we all have baggage and issues that we're trying to. You know, it's like in the, I'm pretty sure I wrote this in the book that, you know, there was a time in my life where I was going, you know, 100 miles an hour away from myself because I just wanted to get away from it and what me. And then one day I, I put my foot on the brake and and made a U-turn. And it was like coming back to me was the smartest thing I ever did because I, you know, I'm not, I'm actually, I like me. You know, I like me. Why was I running away from me? You know, trying to be something that I wasn't trying to be different when, you know, I'm I'm good enough as it is. And so, you know, uh, yeah, I just think that that's like a responsible soul that does that. And the ones that are irresponsible are the ones that make you pay for the fact that they didn't take responsibility for their issues in life. Yeah, that's what I've just got. That's how I come to look at things is like, if you want to be an irresponsible soul, don't bring me into the mix because I'm I'm busy being a responsible one. It's like somebody who doesn't pay their bills versus somebody who does pay their bills, you know, and the bill of life is to learn to love yourself. That's the bill you have to pay in life is love yourself. And that's it. And once you do that, you've you've won. And I think you and Wesley, you guys take the extra step of not just loving yourselves, but loving the people who support you. I mean, I saw that great little video you guys put out last week. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. We were getting ready to do a Zoom interview for this woman that um, was interviewing us about Land Lost and her love of it and passion behind her, you know, or career that spun off of watching the show as a child. Um, and so then we were talking about how, isn't that amazing how that show had such an effect on so many people and, and look what it's, what, what doors it's opened, you know, for us to be able to go to these shows and meet everybody that we've, you know, become friends with and, and it just have this, unbelievable like exchange with people and uh we thought you know what we should like make a little short video and just thank everybody because i i don't know i mean i try to tell everybody when i meet them how much you know an even turnaround of energy it is you they come up and say you have no idea what you've done for us and i say and you for me you know it's 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 just energy going in this revol uh, in this revolving door you know and it's wonderful Right. I read the book uh, and did a little promo video, a kind of a review. It wasn't long. It was just, hey, <laughs> I just read this great book by Kathy Coleman. The one in the TV set, right? Yes. I love that one. Well, that was the thing. I did it uh, just because I loved the book. Well, Wesley saw it and he said, Pat, I think... Kathy will really like this. You mind if I share it with her? I'm like, no, 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 that's that's for my eyes and everyone else's but hers. Yes, please share it. <laughs> and I swear it didn't take more than a day. And, and here was the beauty of it. My son and I were in a movie theater. We got out 
And I saw this message on my phone, and I played it back, and it was none other than Kathy Coleman personally thanking me for this wonderful video that I did um, promoting her book. And <laughs> I gotta tell you, it was so organic, your appreciation and your thanks to me, that I broke into tears. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a baby, Kathy. No. But, I mean, <laughs> it really touched me. It really, really did. Well, yeah. And, and like, I, you know, I just got through saying it's, it's such an even exchange because when I saw what you had done, and, and I just love the whole concept of having the little TV there on the, on the screen like that. It was just so clever. And I, and I, I, I think at that time, I think my book had only been out for maybe a year or something. And so any kind of information or anybody that was celebrating it, I was like so excited about because, like I said in the beginning of our conversation, it was my project and I was really proud of it. And um, I, you know, I just was so excited to see that and, and grateful just grateful. Well, that's what I picked up. And then the funniest thing was, by the way, Kathy, I have this um, brand new kitten. <laughs> I know. And this brand new kitten is basically the cutest little thing. I And for some reason, the name Peekaboo came to mind. And I'm thinking, well, now where did I get that? Where have I seen that? Peekaboo Jones, I think, would even be better. How about that? <laughs> that was thievery. I know. Well, it was, <laughs> I actually did know. It was like, and I'm really inspired. But um, for those who don't know, Kathy is the unofficial godmother of my beautiful black Turkish Angora purebred kitty cat. And, you know. <laughs> She's a beauty. I've, I've seen her photos all throughout the course of her life. <laughs> And uh, she gets into all kinds of mischief and her at Christmas time, Halloween, Easter. I've seen her in every holiday photo. She's <laughs> well, adorable. Oh, well, and again, Halloween, she's perfect for. But, you of know. Of course, natural. This is Kathy Coleman, folks. Suddenly there's a package in my mailbox full of kitty treats and bejeweled collars. And oh, my God. Just like a real life godmother, <laughs> you gifted her, <laughs> and quite well, I might add. And oh, that, she was so appreciative. This cat thinks she can talk, Kathy. She really, really does. I'm sure. <laughs> Never. The more, the more you invest time in animals, they show you their secrets. I, I, I truly believe that. Yeah, um, they will. The more they trust you, they show you more of the secret things that they can do. Yeah. 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 It's a beautiful thing. It was just so sweet that you did that. And it's suddenly like, well, I'm sorry, Kathy, but you're uh, you're related now. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that actually happens, you know, when we meet people at these shows like not everybody of course but there are certain people that stand out and wind up becoming not only did they were they fans of the show but now they're friends as well and we like actually do stuff together because i remember and i went actually with a fan to your neck of the woods which is in the santa cruz area california and uh 
we I was with a fan that became a friend and to go see some more fans that that we know from these shows. And we were all going to watch Lost Boys on the Beach. And we had invited you to join us. That's right. My point is that we do actually do that. We wind up, you know, hanging out with people. And it's 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 really very, truly really interesting. You know, I would have never met these people had I not had that accessibility to do these shows. Yeah. That was a fun evening. We had lawn chairs out on the beach and it was fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're there on the set, literally. Yeah, no, I know we were right there and um, beneath the steps that they come down on their dirt bikes. That's right. We were able to hook up again at the Orinda Theater for the Croft Con. Right. That was a fun event. It really was. I had my eyes on this uh, Land of the Lost lunch pail. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? That, that's going to be mine. That should be mine. But then all of a sudden you and Wesley and Sid and Marty and you guys start signing it. And it's like, oh, man, it's probably going to go up a couple bucks for that. <laughs> it went up a lot of bucks um, because the entire cast had signed it. And, and then uh, our friend, actually the guy, this is how this all comes full circle. The guy that I went to Santa Cruz is the owner of that lunchbox. And I don't know if it was you. I think it was. Just recently, you posted uh, something on Facebook that said that you had just interviewed Wesley and that you were going to be interviewing me or something. And you showed the picture from CroftCon of the lunchbox on the table. Well, my friend who bought that lunchbox said, that's my lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) And it's got quite an expensive lunch in it. (laughs) And he showed a picture of where it sits in his house. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, I mean, I I saw that and went, I think it's probably out of my range now. Boy, was I right. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? It was an original lunchbox. It wasn't one of the ones that they made later on. It was original. It had the thermos in it. And it had all the autographs on it. Right. And, if, you know, if if that floats somebody's boat and makes them happy and they have the only one out there that's got that many autographs on it, you know, why not? You know, it's, it's I'm, I am not personally a lunchbox collector, but I certainly know that life goes by really quickly. And I have learned that if you want something and it's not going to take away from anybody else, it's only going to be taking away from you, then why don't you just go get it? You know? I I agree. I mean, there's collectors like crazy. I was actually, I was part of that crew for a while. Um, When I first started getting into the classic television, I I collected anything and everything that was Star Trek and put together quite a, quite a pile. I'm still looking at it going, what in my heck was I thinking? (laughs) We're getting ready in August to do the Star Trek convention again. We, we do it. Um, we've done it for the last, I think, eight years, and we will be going again in Vegas uh, to do it again this year. So, Yeah, that's great. And people are like, well, what's the correlation? And the fact is, there is. There is a connection. Yes. Yeah. I know in the writers and uh, yeah. Walter Koenig. Yeah, he's the one who created the Enoch character. Right. You know, uh, wrote a couple scripts. 
uh, David Darrell, that was our head writer who wrote Trouble with Tribbles, and yeah. Yeah. And on the makeup, Mike Westmore, you know? Oh, right. Again, that's that's awesome. So, yeah, folks, Wesley, Kathy, and sometimes Philip. I don't know if Philip Paley makes it every time you guys go out, but um, he, he more so before than now. But hmm. um, we do have a show with him uh, at the end of the year this year. Well, that's the thing. Unless, of course, Wesley's hanging out in Puerto Vallarta half the year. The only thing left to do then is just join him, I guess. Which I have. It's fun. I've, I've, this, I, last year was my, uh, or actually was the beginning of this year, um, was my second time down there. And he, uh, he asked me, you know, are you coming this year or the other day? And I said, probably not this year, but probably at the same time I've gone the last two times, which is, will be the beginning of next year. So yeah, I'll go again. Probably it's fun. Clearly he knows how to have a good time. Oh, him down. He's, he's, uh, he is, <laughs> he, I, I have a friend who said, you know, why do I feel like whenever I see a picture with Wesley in it that I'm missing out on, on life? Like I'm not <laughs> enjoying it as much as I should be. And, and he is, he's, he's a joy to be with and we have a ball together. We just bounce off of each other. And, you know, people have asked us, is this, you know, do you guys just sort of like behave like this when you're at shows or what have you? Heck no. You know, <laughs> you know I don't, I don't have the energy to pretend. Right. I just don't. If it isn't real, then I don't even want to be a part of it. Yeah. No, there's clearly a true, I don't know, would you say almost like a past life connection? I've met people where it's like. He always, his, he says his famous saying is that we're cut from the same cloth. Mm. He always says. But, you know, and, and I'll tell you something. I'm not trying to fool anybody that we're always like laughing and, and, and all of that. A lot of the times we are. I would say a good 90% of the time we're laughing and kidding around and stuff. But he's also there for times that are, are difficult. And I, for him, when things are difficult for, in his life, you know, and so it's a, it's a very rich uh, relationship that we have. It's, it's, it's a 100% commitment to all of our needs, you know, whether they're to have a good time or to get us through a rough period, you know? So we're, we're signed up for the long haul. In other words, <laughs> did you have any thoughts while you guys are doing Land of the Lost that, OK, this is a lifer. I'm going to be friends and close to this person. Not even anywhere in my realm of thought back then, because I was a kid. Right. Um, d didn't even have any clue. As a matter of fact, up until like 10 years ago, we would see each other periodically. And, and of course, we, you know, adore each other. But we have really, like, intensified, like, our friendship, like, in the last 10 years, I would say. But plus, when I was a kid, you have to keep in mind, today, even though we're 10 years apart, that, that doesn't mean anything. But 10 years apart, when you're a kid and the person's an adult, we don't have anything to talk about, you know? Right. People ask me, well, what were the crofts like and what was this like on the set? I wasn't 
privy to those conversations. You know, that I was a kid. Nobody came over and discussed the financials or any of the business decisions with me. I just did my scenes. I ran around when I had free time and got into as much mischief as I possibly could find with Phil. <laughs> and then I had school and lunch and makeup and hair and, you know, um, I, I, I just wasn't involved in any of that. And, and Wesley would play with Phil and I and so would Spencer and we all got along famously. But, you know, I didn't. I didn't know any of that other stuff, and I didn't. I didn't try to like think. Well, I'm going to be friends with them forever. I didn't. I didn't even. That didn't even cross my mind. I, Phil and I, who were friends even before Land of the Lost. Um, I can't even say that. I can't even say that I thought. Oh, he and I are going to be friends for the rest of our lives. But we certainly knew each other more than any of the other cast members and um he was my age so he was the one i hung out with more right we went to school together on the set when lunch had, you know when they took a lunch break phil and i would you know his grandpa and my mom would take us to mcdonald's or wherever we were going you know Lots of McDonald's back then, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wait a minute. Did, didn't you even go on to do commercials for McDonald's? I did one. Oh, okay. I did one for Quarter Pounders. And then I did a whole string of commercials for Burger King. Ah. I get the, the fast food like thing I did. Dairy Queen, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Of course. Which they don't really have that on the West Coast. I think that's East Coast. Wow. Shaky pizza, you know, I did all this like fast food stuff. <laughs> you know, fast food does give you the most beautiful head of hair in the history of show business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if you have been in the industry as long as I have and you don't have a McDonald's commercial in your pocket, so you're not doing it right. Because <laughs> everybody has, has that's been in it as long as I've been in it since I was five. So... If I didn't land a McDonald's commercial, something was seriously wrong with me. Well, mission accomplished. Yep, that one. But it was bittersweet after the show. I know that typecast bug came and bit you directly. Well, it wasn't really so much as being typecast. It was my age, you know, 15. And uh, they can get an 18-year-old that looks 15. And then they don't have to deal with... Yes. All the problems that come with having a child on the set. They don't have to have a welfare worker. They don't need to allow for three hours of the day to have the kid go to school. They don't, they're not limited on how many hours they can work you. I was only allowed to work eight hours, and that had to include three hours of schooling. So, and an hour for lunch, you know. So, basically, they only had me for four hours a day. So right, right. they had to cram everything in. And so when I t left the show, um, you know, like I said, it, it was difficult to get work. When, when I'd go in and I'd see somebody like Pamela Sue Martin or one of these older girls, it's like, of course they're going to take her. She's like 21 years old and she looks like she's 15. Well, 
It certainly didn't tarnish you as a person. Having gotten to know you, folks, there's not a bitter bone in this woman's body. I mean, you're, you're loving, you're kind, and especially to your fans. And we sure appreciate that. And I could say, I, I would guess that that is not as common as we would like to think. I mean, I've had a lot of great experiences with the uh, celebrities that I've interviewed so far, over 30 of them now. And not one has made me feel like, oh, I'm so lucky to be talking to you. You know, it's everybody is just... I don't know. I mean, the days of the of the ego that would be something where it would close people off. And I know that was not you. Um, it's just that if you read the book, it's like, then this happened and then that happened. And you're like, oh, my God, this should be a movie. Not. It's, uh, I know. I know. A thriller. A thriller. Exactly. It would be a thriller. <laughs> oh, but with a happy ending. Thank goodness. But we're not going to spoil it. What we want is for people to get this book. Folks, you've heard me talk about autobiographies like crazy. I mean, that's just wasn't something I set out to do, but I'm I'm suddenly the I'm not going to say the autobiography guy, but I've read dozens. And I can tell you that Kathy's book is in the top three for me, hands down. And you will have the same reaction. Maybe it'll be your number one, too. But you got to read like 30 of them. So that way. <laughs> oh, don't tell him that. That sounds like a homework assignment. <laughs> exactly. And I'll expect the reports on my desk. No, I mean, again, it was really entertaining. And you definitely had more drama than most people have in, in their lives. And boy, you came out of it. I mean, I couldn't be happier for you. Um, but it wasn't titled Run, Holly Run originally, was it? It was, it was something else. Oh, Lost Girl. Ah. But I'll tell you, in all the, the times that, that that I shared that were, you know, pretty rough by anybody's standards, um, there was there was a lot of really good times in there. And I try to, you know, squeeze that in everywhere I can throughout the book that, you know, I'm I'm not saying, you know, read my book and poor, poor pitiful me. I, I don't feel that way at all. I I had some lessons to learn and and they were pretty tough, and and I, I got through them, thank goodness. And uh, and I I don't I don't want that. The, the last thing I ever wanted was to be uh, resentful or or hold grudges or anything. I I, I never that to me it, it makes you a loser in life. I I don't want. I didn't want that. I just wanted to, you know, share it, but then also show that. You know, just because those kinds of things happen to you, you still have choices. You can still be grateful. And that, that being grateful, I'm telling you, that is the ticket to life. Boy, I'll tell you, it. we got a lot to be grateful for. And people tend to focus on the stuff that's not so good in their lives. And uh, they forget about all the stuff that is good. And, um, yeah. You, you know, you read this book, though, and you're right. Uh, Kathy, you don't, there's not an air of poor, poor me. As a matter of fact, there's more like, it was really great living at the beach, man. <laughs> oh my God, was that ever. <laughs> Being a California kid, I totally know what that vibe felt like where, you know, it was just th those dog days of summer on California beaches. It was, you know, so they, they were so spectacular. I, I, I mean, my kids and I had a blast. 
And somebody just recently sent me a photo of my son and his best friend on the beach. And they're only about maybe eight years old or something. And, oh, my God, the, the memories just came flooding back in of what a great, great time. I'm so glad I was able to give that gift to my kids of um, yeah. letting them just run like wild little banshees on the beach that was a fun fun time in their lives uh, yeah but to be clear the whole book is definitely not that <laughs> wow I'm, yeah but that's what i'm trying to say is it there were times in my life that were incredible you know i mean i did not marry these people and get into relationships with them because they started out that way you know people are, are tricksters yeah. you know they they put their best foot forward and 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 you know it's it's uh, sometimes you buy a lemon in life and then you know you, you, the car all looked fine and shiny and fancy the on the showroom floor and you take it home and it's not quite what you thought it was going to be. That's why they have that saying: turn lemons into lemonade. You know these corny little sayings. You know their origins. They they were made for a reason, and it's so true. Yeah. You do. You take bad situations in life, and and there's always something good in them. There's either a lesson to learn or or something. There's always something in them that's that's okay, and you grab grab on that and and run with that. That's what's so great about the book. I mean, it is those lessons. You're like, oh my God, there's those lessons, and you learn something from it, and happy, happy that you made it. I mean, it really is a story of survival in a lot of areas. Well, you know, you know how they say, you know, in order to like get through life, you have to have a lot of different tools in your toolbox. Um, <laughs> I should be called Ace Hardware because I have like a lot of tools in my toolbox. So when situations arrive, I have the right tool to grab to deal with it. And that is what I picked up. That one little thing that I told you that is there inside of every bad thing is a nugget. It's a life nugget. Get that, grab that, put it in your toolbox because down the road, that little life nugget is going to help you out of a situation that could turn into one of those bad moments, but you've got that little nugget and you're like, oh, no, 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 it isn't going there. Right. Well, and again, that's what's so inspiring about this book, folks. This this is one of my all-time favorites, and you will love it. Um, I want to tell folks where to get it, though, Kathy. Now, obviously, it's available on Amazon. Is there another way that you prefer people purchase the book, or is it that your general go-to? Well, I, I it's hard for me to carry a lot of them to the shows that I do. But <laughs> With the raft. <laughs> you should see us. We're a circus when we show up to these shows. <laughs> I mean, we're bringing out dinosaurs and pylons and... And backdrops, and I, I mean, you know, it just it's crazy. But anyway, um, I do periodically bring them to the shows, and and I, I like it when I do because that way people can get them autographed, and that's what they want. You know, if they buy them through Amazon, some I've had people actually buy it through Amazon, ship it to me, and then I sign it and ship it back to them, but. You know, when you get an autographed book, there's something about being in front of the artist when they sign it that, that it's more special. At least that's how I feel. Oh, I agree. It's everything. So, yeah, I, I sell them at my shows, you know, and I sell them on Amazon. 
And speaking of shows, how do you like that segue? <laughs> I know that you and Wesley are getting ready to gear up for the summer convention series. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing there's going to be quite a few appearances coming up. And I want you to list them all for us right now. Kathy, ready? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I just know that we are we are binging back and forth from the we just got back from Nebraska. Okay, so we did a show there, which was really fun. We had a really, really good time there. Great people, great show. And then we are heading back to the East Coast. We're going to the Midwest. We're coming back to Palm Springs and then heading back out to the up to Vegas and down to New Mexico, um, up to Wyoming. Uh, we're we're being all over the place. So it says this is a fun year, but then next year is our 50th anniversary. Oh. And uh, gosh, only knows who and where and what we're going to be doing for the 50th. But our little show that just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and more people keep getting into the raft. I don't know. These yeah. <laughs> more celebrities than I can even tell you. It's actually very funny. Like when we arrive and we start setting up at these shows, you know. We'll see like celebrities coming in and, and making their way towards their tables and they'll say, oh, by the way, um, I, I want to get into that later, you know, like maybe tomorrow or something. And they like start booking reservations and it's like funny to us. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, man. Well, then I feel really fortunate. All I had to do was walk up and Kathy threw a life preserver on me and said, get in. <laughs> I was like, anything you say, Holly, I'm in. Well, and then, of course, Wesley takes over because he starts directing, you know. Yes. I, I don't think he liked my ore placement. Um, there was something. Yeah, because you could possibly block the face of another person in the photo. So that when you go home and you have that photo, it, it's perfectly lined up and perfectly blocked. That's, that's what he's after. Wes, I'm sorry. I don't know why it keeps ending up in front of your face, but it's not going in front of Kathleen's. Well, no, because I'm at the front. I usually, well, because they make me get up and down because as it stands right now, I still have good knees. So I'm the one who takes the front position. Well, now that was going to be my next question. So when are we installing the padding on the bottom of that (laughs) boat? Because of all the getting up and getting down that Kathy has to do. It's just not fair, Wesley. Well, you know, people say, (laughs) I come home from these shows and I I really am exhausted. You know, four days and and I'm wiped out. And I just need to plug in, you know, and, and recharge for a day or so. And then I could go do it again. But um, people think, well, why Why are you tired? All you did was just sit around. <laughs> I know. I am up and down, and I don't just sit around. I'm flying all over the place. Oh, people, if you really think personal appearance events are easy on the celebrities, it is work. Now, work that is joyful and fun to do and something that is coming from your heart, not like, a you know, you got to do this job, but... You have to interact, and interacting takes so much energy, especially if you want to portray the person you are, which is these kind and loving people that Wesley Yore and and Kathleen Coleman are, that it takes energy, and I know that you guys are more than willing to expend it, but... Well, the reason being is because um, every person that walks up 
deserves the exact same amount of energy as the person who just left. They don't know what was said prior to them coming. So, you know, you, you have to, you have to, you have to give equally to everybody, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of energy, but it is fed though. That's the, that's the thing. Um, it is fed by the energy that's given to us. And so it makes it, it's still tight. You get tired, you know, but um, we're not starved because like I, I say, the energy gets replaced. And so, yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun, fun, crazy fun. I, I, I could do this for the rest of my life and enjoy it and be happy. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I am so happy that I finally got you to join me on my podcast. One of my favorite people. And it's an honor to be on your show. And I appreciate you reaching out and uh, and including me in the, the whole Wesley did the interview already. Well, now I've done it. Well, yes. And you know, it's funny. Every time I talk to him, all he does is just gush about what a wonderful lady you are. And, <laughs> you know, it's whether he's trying to protect himself from future beatings. I don't know. But the fact is, it's so... <laughs> It's from the heart, and I totally get it. Well, I could say I could say some silly like comeback lines or whatever, you know, just to be silly. But the truth of the matter is, um, I I absolutely adore him. Yeah, he he is an amazing human being, and some people just get little bits and pieces of him and think, oh my god, he's so wonderful. I get a lot, and I feel very grateful for that. Um, I get a lot of his time and energy, and he he's a gem. Yeah. So lucky to have him in my life. Yeah. I just, I love him. I love him like crazy. Yeah, I you know right now people will be seeing that picture of the three of us, and you'll see why I love these two people so much, too, because you make it feel, you make it feel like a family. You make everybody feel like you're part of the family, and... Speaking for all the fans, we do appreciate that. And with that, I think I'll let you get on with your week. All righty. Well, it was a joy as always. Uh, in one of these... Uh, You'll see me. I'm hoping to get out for the Star Trek event, hopefully. but Oh, that would be fun. Bring your gadgets, because maybe you can, you know, you can move those around there. Maybe. You know, if you have things that people haven't seen for a while, then... Uh, you never know. I think I have a lunch pail somewhere, and I've seen what you guys can do with those. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, folks. So we would just sign it like the odd cousins of Star Trek. <laughs> there you go. And if it fetched 1% of what I saw that land of the lost lunch pail make, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, and I hope to see you soon. In the meantime, give Peekaboo a kiss for me. I will. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Kathleen. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. There you have it. Another retro TV radio podcast in the books. Order Kathy's book on Amazon, and I'll leave a link in the description just to make it easy. I'll also be posting regular updates on Wesley Ewer and Kathy Coleman's personal appearances throughout the summer. These can be found at all my social media sites. You can find me at Golden Rage of TV on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Golden Rage of TV One. 
If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to this podcast and leave me a positive rating and review. Every little bit helps. This is your host, Pat McCormack, and thanks for listening to Retro TV Radio. Retro TV Radio.